Michael Rennie, Brazil, the day that the earth stood still. But he told us where we stand. And Flash Gordon, he was there in silver underwear. Claude Rains was the invisible man. Then, then something went something wrong went for Fay Ray and Ray King Kong. They got caught in a, in a celluloid in a jam. jam. Then, then, at a deadly pace, deadly it came from outer space. And this, this is how the message ran. It said, Science fiction. Double, double feature. These two. Dr. X. You know what he's gonna do? He's he's gonna build a creature for you. Sea androids fighting. Both it is Brad exponentially and more uh, inclusive and uh, oh, excuse me, Grant. <laughs> um, it sounds better, is what I'm saying. And so um, the acoustics of this room are pretty good, huh? Nah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we installed all those aid crates, and then we uh, we got those new those new microphones that cost like a bunch, which I'm gonna need to talk to you about that later because i like how you're looking at me real serious but i'm like no we've had the same microphone for years now i was gonna say being and, completely facetious and yeah and we are in a room that has nothing but but bounce back walls that are painted and even bouncier backier fucking paint gloss and, i mean we could surround ourselves with the the rice paper thing but we would have to be changing clothes the whole time that just sounds like it would get tiresome. All my bracelets would jingle and make a lot of noise and shit. I mean, they, cool. they still do that, but yeah. I guess it would be more often they would do it there. So I have one on each arm. That's it. There's no jingle. There's no jingle here. No. No, I like the jingle, though. I hate my... This <clears throat> ring even jingles sometimes. I'm leaving all that jingling in. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the theme song of this episode. Yeah. Fucking jingle bells. That's how you know I'm coming. Anyway, let's get to it. Wow, that was... You know what? That was unnecessarily graphic. Mm Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers. Welcome to a, uh... You know what? An episode. This this is an episode of See No, Hear No, Speak No. You know, just some stuff that two dudes talk about, including UFOs conspiracies and moitas sometimes sometimes most times but mm-hmm. they're usually ufo conspiracy murders mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. those are good ones those are the best ones so good you can wrap all the subjects up into one story that's going to be like our fucking the very last episode before one of us either kills the other <laughs> or i was literally you know. just thinking i'll i, I the day I do the, that topic for an episode is the day that I buy a gun and I just bring it with me and at the end of the episode I shoot you in the face and I shoot myself. And then I just hope that whoever finds our dead bodies actually, uh, they, they go through with my wishes of, of releasing the episode unedited. What are you looking at, dude? I'm looking at her foot thinking maybe ah. it's going to touch the thing so just don't leave the mouse pointer on the stop button there tell me where just in case leave my mouse pointer on whatever button i like just in case <sighs> we have a kitty cat that decides right now it's time for her to take a bath in the middle of our intro who's she taking it from 
herself. How do you, you can't take a bath from yourself? Why not? She can give herself a bath. It's kind of like hiding something from yourself and then going back and getting it. No, that's not called hiding. It's called losing. I lost this thing. I usually do, yeah. I, I'm usually really fucking good at hiding shit from myself. It's really... Because yeah. I have a terrible memory. I'm always like, what I'm going to put it in this place that is so perfect nobody else is ever going to fucking find it. And... Including me. I'll know it's there. Six minutes later... Okay, seriously, what the fuck did I do with it? I don't know what I did with it. Is it just don't stop moving things? You're changing the way the room looked. I'm gonna walk back through the door. And I'm gonna see what pops in. If I did nothing, nothing happened. Where's my shit? Nothing. And um, every time, six months later, but I'm not looking for it. That's right. I'm like, it was in my shoe somehow, <laughs> and I don't know how. And uh, it was tucked up underneath my satchel in the gooch area the, the lo- whole time. The Lord does work in mysterious ways, Chris. God. It does. So, uh, we invite you to this wonderful uh, program of ours for a, we're going to say a symposium on the... Um, Good word. Thank you, sir. I should have uh, thought out the whole sentence before I said it, though. Because now I just look like a douche, mm-hmm. like symposium, and now I'm like, on oh, stuffs that we's gonna talk about. That's nothing new. <clears throat> you usually look like a douche. It, yeah, I usually feel better about it though. Mm. <laughs> I usually don't mind it so much. This time I'm like, my mom listens to this. She's gonna be like, really, Jason? Really? She does have a pretty wide vocabulary, doesn't she? No, she's gonna know for sure. That you did not use that word correctly. I constantly correct her. She tells me that she enjoys it when I do because that just helps her, you know, learn things or whatever. Mm-hmm. No one likes mm-hmm. to be corrected. Mm-hmm. Not by their children, not by their significant other, and certainly not by that motherfucker Scott. You hear that, Mama Cheryl's? He's talking shit about <clears throat> you again. No, I'm saying that I... I, I could beat him up if you <clears throat> want. Why does everybody offer to beat me up for other people? This is for your mother. And it's the people that I love that most offer that to other people. You know what? I'll kick his fucking ass for you. <laughs> what? No, you're supposed to be on my fucking side. What is this? It's I, fucking... It's it's fascism. Is I what think your mom would tell you to go ahead and do it. I, I, I agree. Think. My mom would fucking find the right belt for you to use. Cool. Yeah. That way my pants don't fall down while I'm doing it. Yeah, using yeah. my own belt. <clears throat> you beat me to it. That would be hilarious. Oh. <clears throat> Man, coughing. Um, so, if we've never told you before, boys and girls, you can always email us at snhnsnpod at gmail.com or just fucking comment on yeah. whatever fucking... I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, now that, A, uh, Lithuania, you're the best. Word. I don't know how it keeps happening. There's probably just one dude... Who just forgot to change the channel on his fucking internet radio station. Uh, but we, we're we like, this is the second time in our existence that we are charted in in one country, in one country alone. Both times. Lithu-fucking-wania. We love you. Indeed. We don't even know what language you actually speak, but... Uh, Lithuanian. We, we assume you can understand us, so... I don't think they... I think that it's just... There's two soothing voices, and they put it on for the kids to fall asleep to and shit. Love, peace, and bacon grease. Man. I see you in your nightmares, kiddos. Mm-hmm. And on that note, we're gonna talk about some stuff you might see in your nightmares this episode. You might. You might. 
Indeed, especially after hearing about them. That would help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would help the informed mm-hmm. nature of a nightmare. So, <laughs> this episode is actually supposed to be mine, but because I'm such a slacker, I decided to, uh, you know, make it kind of a hodgepodge sort of thing. So, we both have a cool story mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. a monster. About a monster. That is uh, urban legend style. So, believe it if you want to. Uh, is it is it uh, cryptozoologism, uh, cryptozoology uh, that we're talking about these things, or is it more just, uh, is it just urban legend? It's a good question. What if it doesn't take place in urban areas? <laughs> it can't be an urban legend. Mm, fair enough. Fair enough. So I, I mean, I, I guess, I guess this would be more of a cryptid sort of thing, because on our cryptid episodes, uh, I think it was a two part. Way, way back in the day. Oh, the museum. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, that was that a was great really episode. <laughs> it was, was really a, fun. It was a really good one. Um, yeah, one of these creatures, we, we, did, we didn't talk specifically about that creature, mm-hmm. but we did talk about something similar that I guess they, if you, you could call it evidence of it being a real thing, although... Call it evidence. No, no. <laughs> but still, I would certainly call it maybe another story. But you know what? I, I, we're gonna. I'm. This is a judging free zone, which is why I told the judges that they had to wait outside. But they are watching on closed caption television, uh, closed circuit television too. <laughs> it's it's just it's. Oh, there's subtitles too, yeah. and uh, they're in Portuguese. It's CCC TV. Mm-hmm. CCC CCTV. Yeah. Yeah. C, 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 C. C, C. Four C's. Then the, the third C is actually uh, S-I. <laughs> or is it C, C, N, C? No, that's CNC Music Factory. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> what? You know what I just found out? <laughs> because my brother is a, a wealth of ridiculously useless information that only helps him on bar trivia nights. I know the feeling. The... Female voice, mm-hmm. as beautiful and melodic as it is, mm-hmm. can be yes. from the the chick from the CNC Music Factory, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the chick from the group uh, around the same time period, uh, the Black Box. Who I'm did, less um, familiar. <clears throat> uh, you would know their main song. I'm if, sure if I you would. Heard it. Uh, and there was one other fucking group that now I can't remember, but she's been a, a major part of. Many different, very well-known projects mm-hmm. is the same girl, the same woman. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. Millie Vanilli was just two fat church singers. She's literally gotten zero credit for any of this, direct credit for any of this. I bet you somebody gave her a credit card when she got her, her first album cut. Poor yeah. lady's just like, hey, like, you know, we love your voice. We need your voice. But we don't want to show you to anybody. Now, we're going to go ahead and bend you over, and then we're going to make that voice come out, and then uh, you're going to leave ashamed and sad and scared. We're going to cut your paycheck <clears throat> by a quarter, like only give you a quarter of the paycheck we would give somebody that we like enough to put on the album cover mm-hmm. and give direct credit to. But um, We own the thing that comes out of your voice box. We do need you, though. Yeah. <laughs> you are an integral part of this whole operation and we will kill you if you ever tell anyone. Please say yes. Please say yes. Because you have to. <laughs> I think she's got the power. I, I'm not sure if it's nah. that one as well, but... I've 
Probably. Probably. I could see that. So we're talking about cryptids, Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. but specifically American cryptids. Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. And more uh, specifically, uh, stupid ones. All of us. They're all dumb. Everybody's stupid. The Mothman is a cool idea. I get it. It'd be cool to have a giant moth that caused people to get in accidents. Pretty wild. But I just feel like a giant Mothman would have better shit to do. Like what? Finding the like those big spotlights, searchlights that people put outside of fucking nightclub openings. Flutter around that for a while. Why did I never think about that before? That's how you catch the moth, man. So there is an an ongoing uh, mystery uh, with the um, the Luxor Casino. Mm-hmm. in vegas that's the the the, the pyramid one with yep the... you can look up the videos on youtube if you want to I don't... You, if you ever go there and you will see this shit in person and mm-hmm. it may or may not blow your mind as it did my brother and i's so there is a giant fucking spotlight in a huge light in the tip mm-hmm. of the luxor pyramid casino mm-hmm. i can relate that I is just this huge fucking bright ass mm-hmm. white beam of light that mm-hmm. shines up into the fucking stars and shit within said beam mm-hmm. all throughout the night mm-hmm. there are flying creatures of some sort just swirling in and out of the light hundreds of them mm-hmm. and on the ground level, this shit is probably 150 feet up, mm-hmm. right? And then from there, obviously, they're not sitting on top of the thing. They're at, at least another fucking what looks like maybe 40 or 50 feet above the, the mm-hmm. tip of the, <clears throat> the pyramid, mm-hmm. swirling through the beam of light, which has to be hot and, and just blindingly fucking bright. Mm-hmm. But being as far away as you can and still see these things, you could be all the way across the fucking parking lot, maybe even across the street. You're I don't saying know. they're not normal moths. They're not insects of any kind because you wouldn't see them from that far away. But what if they're giant insects? Who the fuck knows what kind of bird is out all goddamn night that would fly through a beam of light like this? I've never heard of such a thing. But it is definitely a mystery because I've looked it up, tried to look it up on the computer on on. The, the Googles to find out what the fuck this is. Mm-hmm. And there's a ton of people questioning what the hell this is. Do they not have telephoto lenses for cameras? I'm sure couldn't those you, exist. Couldn't and... you in some way, one of these people who think that this thing is happening, actually have or come up with or raise enough money for uh, the correct implements to to properly photograph and document these things? I would imagine you, so. You think that it would have been easy enough to do that uh by now but of all the youtube videos i've seen about it nobody's done this yet and i've not seen an answer to this question so maybe yeah Mm -hmm. it's mothmen i think that i think that uh that really uh qualifies as a thing that we should do and that the people who listen to this show faithfully should pay for us to do is to go to vegas that would be uh, amazing. With some really high-tech camera equipment and uh, take pictures of the top of a pyramid light. Even if it's just rented, I'm fine with that. Right. Yeah. Uh, no. Maybe if the car's rented. Because we have to film it, but, I mean, you would have to have a really high-speed camera to just get pictures I mean, and that, actually... That's easy enough. That's, I mean, that's like a, at that's tops like a $5,000 camera. 
I mean, but we have to. I would think we'd have to video. Yeah. It and super oh, yeah, absolutely. telephoto, which and then really it that that's very uh, d- different uh, lens technology too. And because when you slow down uh, film, uh, especially when you do it exponentially, uh, it gets darker and darker and darker. So you are at night, and this is your only source of light. It's it's really going to wash out a lot of the exposure because it's not happening during the uh, day. Man, so you know what? We're gonna get this plan together. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm, are gonna mm-hmm. start. Uh, looking for hotels, uh, nice ones, because we should do a GoFundMe. We both have bad backs, mm-hmm. and I can't sleep in a in a bad hotel bed because my back knows that there's been a triple murder rape in this bed, or at least a few porns shot there. Like I said, mm-hmm. they triple murdered that rape mm-hmm. scene. I've never seen a pornography before. That's what they do, right? Sometimes. A yeah. p- pornography. They're harder to find, but I mean, <laughs> you, know, you, you can find them. They're findable and then hard. So, yeah. What so are we talking about? If, if anybody wants to comment and thinks they know what the hell that is, is it Mothmen and Women? Or just Mothmen? I think moth that women? that's where all the world's paper airplanes that disappear go to hang out at night and, and really make that connection that you need to go to the next stage in life which is there a trash i'm telling you whatever the hell these things are they have to be of a damn decent size to be able to see them from as far away as you can see them what about a condor those are it's a shitload of condors dude like there are hundreds of these things i don't and they're I'm gonna actually, I'm gonna actually look this up later. You better not be making a fool of me. Not at all. They, they, this is a thing. This is a thing. People Lots are questioning. Lots of things are things, Chris, including. Which, which, shut the fuck up. What's your? But f- not limited to. What is your first goddamn creature? Uh, well, uh, I'm, I decided to go with something from uh, our homeland, where we Uruguay currently live. Um. Cajun country here in New Orleans and, well, right outside of Greater New Orleans and mm-hmm. uh, the uh, Acadiana. Is that a place? Acadiana, yeah. Okay, so. It's I, the it's the swingingest arcade you've been ever there. been to in I Louisiana. I thought it was just Acadia, but. Now, Acadiana is, is I think, uh, a more centralized, proper nouned place. Hmm. And, uh, yeah. It's like a city. It's like a city-state. Okay, so uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tell the story and lore and history and stuff of the Rugaru, the Rugaru, which uh, has a few different spellings and stuff for its name, but we're we're just gonna call it the Rugaru and call it a fucking day there. I'm gonna not call it the Rugaru because a it's it's difficult to say. Uh, over and over again. No, it's pretty fun, actually. And B, it could be funner. Ruga, 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 Ru. Roro, Raggy. <laughs> so, this creature comes from um, medieval French. I, I swear to God, I was going to interrupt you and say, We come from France. Yeah. <laughs> it actually comes from France. Well, fuck I me. Mean, Cajun story Ew. comes from France. Yeah, but the Cajuns come from the Dutch. You shut up with your fucking history bullshit. It's goddamn true. That's fine, but... French-Canadian-Dutch fucks. This doesn't go as far back as the Dutch. <laughs> this is a French thing. The Dutch do like to go back there. So, 
Yeah, this, so basically this fucking thing is the Cajun version of a werewolf. Um, it, it has its own set of rules and such. It uh, doesn't say anything about what kills it or anything specific like silver bullets and blah, 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 blah. But um, a lot of things that this thing was blamed for uh, was pretty much everything from fucking people going missing to people acting funny to okay so it's strange got, creature uh i mean um, so it's got some kind of uh mind control uh aspect and magical powers as well as no. also being a human being that turns into a wolf no people are just idiots so well, literally no they would they would yeah. blame this thing for everything they could not explain the rumor is why you caught me with sarin mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what sarin no Animals being that. mutilated, and they didn't know what could what 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 eats squirrels. We just don't know. It must be the rougarou. And that's when you see me wipe my mouth with with a, with a little little napkin and be like, "Yeah, let's go find the the rougarou." Yeah, you guys yeah. go that way. I'm gonna stay with these squirrels. It's uh, it's pretty ridiculous. So back in the 16th century, the like I said, they regularly blame various crimes on the rougarou. Uh, did your house get ransacked during the night? Must have been the Rougarou. You know, at that time, even at this time, when people can't explain things, they blame it on something fucking ridiculous. I blame most of my and, problems uh, on cats. The, the 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 musical, Cats. That's what I blame most of my problems on. And your basis for this? Uh, that Cats is evil and terrible. Mm-hmm. And that it's got to be the reason for all of life's woes. Like that dog barking. Mm-hmm. Cats did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, normally they just go belting out the doggy door, chasing after whatever the fuck they think they hear, until we're doing something. Hey, man. It's it's <sighs> like the pepper to our, to our salty show. It's there, um, and you really shouldn't have to add any extra, because oh, well. you're getting the show the way that, that the cook wanted to make it and now you're just putting a bunch of ketchup on it what is wrong with you she's Taste cute it first. and she knows it so we're gonna let it fly <sighs> Taste it first. so yeah why the hell not blame things on werewolves mm-hmm. you know when you can't explain it because of all things that we could come up with uh, werewolf seems pretty plausible right i mean i guess well not well no okay so giant wolf men maybe in the <gasps> realm of plausibility Men that turn into giant wolves uh, for one reason or another, uh, not so plausible to me. Because that's... Uh, you, get, you can't just transform. It fucking takes people years to lose five pounds sometimes. You can't mm-hmm. just be like, oh, sexy hot wolf with a fucking curly mustache haircut now. And then, poof, you're some weird hot werewolf. I mean, theoretically, as far as like... The vibration of the energy and yada 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 is the, concerned. The good vibrations. Same, same chick, it. right? That would be a yeah, probably. <laughs> but that'd be tough to explain. Yes. Uh, so the villagers uh, of these French towns or whatever uh, would capture people they believe to be rougarous, and then hold a public trial because. Yeah, let's do that. The public people are smart. They're going to fucking actually get to the bottom of this Rougarou thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Usually they'd find someone in the woods, a vagrant of sorts or whatever, mm-hmm. who was acting strange or 
fucking just somebody chilling out there and they mm-hmm. bring them up uh, and hold this child and blame them for being werewolves and you know I mean it sounds a whole lot cut their heads it's, off it and sounds stuff. really familiar actually like the um, it sounds like the um, the hunt for red October does it that movie was good does it so the court would ask the public if they believed the accused to be a rude and usually the public agreed because they got nothing better to do than yeah. watch somebody be beheaded yeah Kill him! Um, yes, I'd kill him. <laughs> you know, mainly for fear that they'd be outed as a witch or Ruguru themselves, they would just agree to let this dude take the fall for everybody. I and... do think that the best way to get a a, a truthful and and um, uh, under control society really is is to have them terrified that anyone can point at them and say, "Nah, I think that one should die for no reason." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then you would that would happen. You would die for no reason. Uh, be killed for no reason uh, and usually in front of a cheering crowd oh that's the best time you want to fucking be beheaded and then your headless body shit itself in public you know that's why they give you that nice big last meal they're like we'll let you get them back one more time we'll let you get them back you're gonna poop one half the front row but we did give them garbage bag uh, covers to hold up like at a Gallagher show we had it left over from Gallagher yeah Mm -hmm. Um, so you know give it a good shot that's always fun. Somebody here is going to leave with poop on them because I cut holes in one side, one seats. <laughs> I don't find this twin brother to be quite as funny. Uh, because he's he not. That's why. But I also don't find Tom Hanks' twin brother to be quite as entertaining as him. But I like Tom Hanks' son. I don't know anything about his son, but his, his, I just found out that Tom Hanks has a twin. Colin Hanks? That does literally all of the voice acting in place of Tom. He's... I mean that's smart. That's fucking him. super smart. And uh, I wonder if he was if he called Tom and was like, "Hey, do you mind if I do this? I mean, I sound just like you and stuff, but like I really need to be able to pay rent this month. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna come cut off my my water. I need some um, of that Hollywood money, yo." So, um, and Tom was like, "I will sue your ass so fucking hard. You don't get any of my groupies because no that's one right. could see your face, but you can have some of the money." I'll let you borrow Wilson for an hour. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there was another interesting thing that um, uh, uh, about the blaming uh, of these things. So after so many years of, of these things being blamed for pretty much fucking everything, they pretty much earned their place in 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 history and you know child's nightmares and things like that the, the legends uh and the french catholics picked it up nice right because you know that they've never made anything bad out of something that wasn't that bad before no they don't they, they <clears throat> don't make it a point to terrorize people and their fucking no. beliefs and stuff they just feed it beer at the church fair but then chastise the guy that went to jail for beating his wife while he was drunk that night mm, should have known your own stopping point man i mean we can give you the tools you just have to know what to do with them that's right like beat your wife so the french catholics then took the story and would claim that you would be turned into a Ruguru if you did not follow the rules of Lent for seven consecutive years. Seven years? I can't follow it for seven days. Consecutively. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Maybe if it's like a day or two here, like maybe a week there, maybe I'll do a full year one time. 
Seven years all consecutive. No. You fuck yourself, sir. No. That's, I can't give up chocolate that long. That's 280 days of Lent. That's that's 280 days past when I would fucking give a shit about it. <laughs> Agreed. But uh, I can only imagine how many how, how many people were just terrified of this. It's stupid enough to be terrified of this, for one. I want to say that I guarantee you that not a single person on Earth ever actually did it. Uh, yeah. And, and, and yet, <laughs> everybody's like, no, yeah, I totally did it. Yeah. And we're still worried about this possibly happening to them one day. So <sighs> there was also a story that was told to kids that if they didn't do what their parents asked... The Rougarou would come and steal them away in the middle of the night. Uh, so very Krampish-ish. Sure. Or there's tons of fucking... I imagine there's tons of uh, of uh, fabled creatures that, that that was part of their whole shtick. Um, Richard Chase. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when many of the French migrated to Canada and the southern United States, they took the legend of the Rougarou with them. They should have left it there. Why would you bring that with you? Henceforth, it becoming a Cajun thing down here in Louisiana because, you know, we have woodland areas where wolves like to go, I guess. Hey, I know we're going to start this new life in this new country and we're trying our best to make it a good one, but I'm going to bring that dog that fucking hates everybody and bites us all the time. Mm -hmm. I just feel like uh, it wouldn't be the same without him. I mean, we call him Frank, so maybe he was a human at one point and, uh, you know. I hate people. I hate people. I hate that dog, but I fucking hate people. Mm-hmm. 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 The dog's got to live with you. <laughs> so, since the migration, many of the legends began to change to match the times and the dialect, of course. Uh, and since Cajun dialect is a mix of French and English and well known for changing words completely to roll off the tongue easier, uh, the name of the beast changed from the Loop Guru. I'm not sure if the P is silent in actual French. My L- P is never L-U-P, silent. L-U-P, Loop Guru, uh, to the Rougarou, uh, also spelled in the, the fun way, which doesn't make any sense since we turned this into a food, uh, R-O-U-X dash G-A dash R-O-U-X. R-O-U-X, Rue, is the flour and butter or flour and oil mixture that is cooked to then thicken Stocks for you know what soups. you can give your fucking soup talk on soup talk with Chris. So I think that's, that's not the funny. name of this goddamn show, is it? But uh, but yeah, so the Cajuns spelled it several different ways. We talk in soup. That's what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Talking soup, yo. Uh, all pronounced the exact same way, but spelled whichever way these fuckers wanted to spell it. Uh, so in the swamps of of uh, within the Greater New Orleans area and the Acadiana is where this. Beast has come to live. You didn't say that uh, menacing at all. I thought it was actually kind of warm and inviting. The beast. I was like, you're... Man, the beast is so comfortable. And this is claiming, or not claiming, but uh, suggesting that perhaps he's neighbors with, uh, you know, borrowing sugar and, you know, power tools and such. That is with what neighbors the, do. Uh, Honey Island Swamp Monster. Which that, we're that not going to talk about. That doesn't sound that terrible. Honey Island? It yeah. sounds like he'd be like a bringer of delicious treats. Uh, hey, everybody. I'm the Honey Island Swamp Monster. I'm here with all these sweet treats made out of honey. Yet, in fact... Or Trade me your blood. In, in 
tails or, or, or whatever, he the Honey Island Swamp Monster is a monkey alligator mixed huge fucking creature that lives in the swamp and likes to eat wild boar and stuff. Oh, oh, okay. I know I get it now. He's stupid. The Bigfoot of the Swamp, yeah. basically. He's stupid. <laughs> so the Cajun legend says that, that the Rougarou hunts down Catholics who don't follow the rules of Lent. I mean, that makes sense. I think they deserve a violent, horrible death by a werewolf, yeah. They just got rid of the whole seven-year thing and just said ever and always... If you don't follow the rules of land, we're, we're gonna the, the river is gonna get you. This thing's gonna fuck you up. You don't even know, right, man? Um, you best run. And uh, another telling of the story of the Rougarou, and and it's um, not so much origins, but like the rules of of this thing mm-hmm. uh, says that the Rougarou is under a one hundred and one day curse. So. Unless the person who's affected by the curse of the Rougarou, which I guess they've turned it into a curse at first, Mm -hmm. uh, that person has to go and draw blood, whether it be biting or scratching, I suppose, from another human to pass the curse on. And Mm -hmm. then after that 101st day, they would turn back into a human not remembering anything about the things that they did as a werewolf. Uh, and then that other human would then take the form of the Rougarou and go and do terrible things. I mean, that sounds like a good time, but, like, I don't know. Man, it sounds like a lot of work, too. It does. It does. But but the, the funniest, the, well, the most ridiculous part of that uh, rule is that it says nothing whatsoever about what happens if you don't pass the curse on. I, I, I assume you would just stay a Rougarou forever. I was about to say, yeah, that they're just uh, a permanent a transformation deal. Um, which, maybe not so bad. If you don't like people that much, you know, why don't you go fucking live with the Rougarous then? Right, but, uh, but also it doesn't, like, it's not a very well thought out or... or concise story in in it very rarely is well no but i mean they a lot of times they have gone uh uh, you know certain cultures would would go through more of a of an imagining of of rules of these creatures and yada 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 so there is nothing that says anything about the transformation if it only, like most werewolves, it, it happens during the full moon, and after the full moon, they go back to being a human and mm-hmm. this and that. There's nothing about that. It doesn't say what causes the transformation. It doesn't say if you change back here and there. So I would assume that once you're cursed with the curse of the Rougarou, you just are a fucking werewolf living out in the woods or swamp on, for that 101 days unless you draw blood from another human. Uh, so there is no back and forth transformation until that hundredth and second day if you had passed the curse on, I assume. It's like that movie It Follows. It's a really good, uh, like, uh, the small budget horror movie where uh, this unstoppable, um, unspeakable horror of uh, a curse demon death bringer thing which is you can go to all ends of the earth whatever this thing actually has to walk to you to get to you 
but it's going to get to you. It will find you. Like Mike and, Myers? Uh, Michael Myers? No, Sorry. this is uh, more fantastically phantasmal, I guess. And only you can see this thing, and it always uh, shows itself as uh, a person that uh, you are okay being close to, that you love, like a family member That's or something clever. like that. And um, the way that you get this thing to start coming after you to kill you is you have sex with the person who has the thing going after them. So there's somehow this one person, I probably fucked a, a monkey or something like that. And uh, then the, it follows, the death started following them. And then they fucked another person. And then the it follows death started following them. And on and on and on and on. As long as you can fuck somebody before it kills you, then it's now after that person. But after it kills that person, it will start going after you again. Oh, yeah, okay. that's, that's the fun of, of it is um, is that you're, you're going to die because of this unless you kill yourself way before. Mm. Um, mm. And uh, a, lot, a lot of people will if that sex train ever fucking stops rolling. So sluts and hookers are the safest. Of the uh, possible yeah. victims. Um, Good for them. They, they needed a win. I mean, but eventually somebody's going to be win. like, I don't want to do that anymore with you. Yeah, probably eventually. But but, but I mean... But then it should be generations down the line. But uh, Yeah, I was going to say, so how far back be? will it... Uh, to to the very first, I would assume. Wow. It's a pretty good... That decent, sounds like a lot of work for that fucking movie. For that it's thing. pretty good, actually. Yeah. So it's said that that the curse of the Rougarou usually, which I don't understand this, the, the use of the word usually because it doesn't say any other possible origin, but yeah. that it usually comes from a local witch, sometimes a voodoo priestess. So... Like, and or? Usually, but not always. I don't understand how that works exactly. That mildly bitch Scott did it once. So but uh but but yeah a local witch or a voodoo priestess so it can't be a witch from out of town it just it wouldn't work the same they don't know the the very specific eccentricities of the local color right which is white i assume it would have to be <laughs> a, a cajun or a french witch of some sort so fucking french canadian witches fucker here's the funniest part about this fucking story to me mm-hmm it's said that you can protect yourself against a Rougarou mm-hmm. by laying 13 small objects by your doors. So, not burying them. No specific objects. It, it doesn't make any, you know, specific delineations on what objects. Just that you put 13 small objects outside of your doors. So, mm-hmm. your house doors or your bedroom doors or whatever. Um... Because when a person changes into a Rougarou, apparently they, they count things. They forget and they don't know how to count past the number 12. Mm-hmm. So when a Rougarou is trying to stock up on you and shit or like break into your house or whatever, they'll stop right there at the objects and try to count them and get stuck at 12. And that will perplex them enough to just walk away and so that, go that, and be confused somewhere. So that's like telling a robot a paradox or something? Yeah. That's stupid. Right? Who the fuck comes up with this? 
bad. I can't. I, I know there's one more than 12, but I can only say the word 12. I'm going to go home and think about this for a while. You know, apparently this will keep them confused enough for long enough that the sun will then come up and then they have to retreat because they, they only come out at night. Don't you go having sex with people while I'm at home thinking about this. I don't need to find out I'm following somebody else tomorrow. This is pretty ridiculous. I liked it. I think it was a, it was a whole lot of fun. So uh, there are a few. Uh, I'll get to the the yeah more recent like pop culture things about it, but but there are a couple of little stories here um, that I found that that have to do with the Rougarou. Um, so the married couple and the Rougarou. Uh, apparently there was a woman, uh, who was married that wandered into the woods, locked eyes with a Rougarou. In this way, his spell was broken, making him able to turn back into a human. She knew that if she told her husband what happened, she may remain under the Rougarou's spell forever. So I guess it transferred it to her. Mm -hmm. So she was forced to keep her secret for 101 days. And after that point... The spell was lifted. So that kind of answers my other question in that you can lift the spell by passing it on to someone else or just somehow waiting 101 days. How a person would be able to do that and be married and her husband not know anything or wonder what the fuck this hairy bitch is doing laying in his bed? Or He was just really into it. And then when she turned back, he's like, you're not the wolf I married. Right. <laughs> you barely even bite me when they come home anymore. I, I, people, I'm showing up at work and they're like, why aren't you all bloody like you usually are? And now you know how embarrassing that is to tell everybody that the your wife is gone. Your wife won't, wife won't even disembowel you while you stand there screaming. Maybe she just disappeared into the woods for 101 it's days. It's called and, respect. And I know. don't get it. And I never got it. That at that time in history, they just figured, eh, you know, I guess, uh, I guess she just wandered off, and maybe I should seek a new wife or some shit. You know, she said that she was going for a pack of smokes like a week ago. Right, <laughs> like a fucking week ago. Usually, it only takes about six and a half days to get back from the nearest store with a pack of smokes. That bitch. I need a smoke so bad, I fucking hate her. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's uh that's not cool though so in another story uh that's uh, i guess titled the blood sucking beast or the blood seeking beast excuse oh. me uh once a human has turned into a rougarou they will roam the streets on the night of the full moon focusing on smaller towns they will wreak havoc throughout the town until someone shoots or stabs them well that seems like an like a pretty easy way to stop him. Seems so. Usually the Rougarou, uh, usually a man as well, already knows who his killer is. As the dying man takes his last breath, he has, he has to remind his killer not to mention the incident to anyone, or else they will end up with the same fate turned into the Rougarou. So, mm-hmm. that's... Not very well thought out and kind of funky as well. It's uh, don't tell anybody you murdered somebody. 
It's very, uh, it's very uh, fucked if you do and, and, and totally fucked if you don't kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Where there is no good outcome to a Rougarou showing up. Mm-hmm. Um, I, which is going to be hard to sell to the studios uh, to, to make a sexy version of this. Indeed. Um, so I think we're going to have to change the, we're going to have to give it a caveat. Like maybe if you can, if you can, uh, get like a, like a over the, the shirt feel in, in there, you know, that maybe it's like, okay, I'm going to, you're cool. And then no, no curse transferred. Otherwise. You have to squeeze a movie. You have, it's gotta be like a, a, a full, it's gotta be a fucking a consensual over the shirt boob squeeze you go in under the shirt where all the hair is and mm-hmm. a it's just not as enjoyable period i know from experience but b it is also um it's just not going to work that that means double curses mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. you and your family mm-hmm. so it's seeking blood and a booby squeeze and or but only one from somebody that it can truly trust and, and thinks it can maybe they even love to not tell anyone or that's they right. too will seek the booby squeeze that they pad their bra. That's right. <laughs> so uh, uh, another tale is called the Rougarou and the Boy, uh, and in this version, a large white dog followed a young boy home, annoying him throughout the walk. Uh, the dog was urging the boy to attack. At what? And eventually, the boy pulled a knife out and slashed the dog open. Wow, that kid's a fucking psychopath. Right. What the fuck is wrong with this? The Rougarou then turned The dog kept telling me to do this, guys. <laughs> I did it. I made him proud. Isn't that what the son of Sam was talking? <sighs> no, that, anyway. Yes. The, the dog was a Rougarou, and he then turned back into a man, telling the boy that he had sold his soul to the devil and ended up a beast. Again, though, he urged the boy to stay silent about their encounter, but the boy wasn't able to keep his but secret. don't tell anybody. Right. Eventually, he began disappearing at night and turned into a Rougarou himself, never to be seen in the same form again. I think that this is all uh, very lazy symbolism for, for the drug addiction problem in uh, the American uh, Southwest. That could be. Yeah. So, in pop culture... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can blame most things on a drug addiction problem. I do. Believe me. Yeah. Uh, In pop culture, actually, there is, uh, here in Louisiana, there is an annual Rougarou Festival Mm -hmm. in Homa every year. And uh, the Audubon Zoo uh, in New Orleans has a Rougarou exhibit, which I did not know about, uh, which includes a statue of the creature in all its swampy glory. When was the last time you went to the zoo? More than 20 years. Um, You're old. And here's something that's kind (laughs) of interesting as well. Something kind of interesting. The New Orleans Pelicans, Mm -hmm. uh, the basketball team, had originally thought about changing their names from the Hornets to the Rougarous at one point. That'd be so hard for announcers to say with a straight face. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm glad that they just called themselves the Jazz again. The Jazz. No, it's the Jazz again. They couldn't call themselves the Jazz. The Jazz still plays out of Utah. One more time. Let's do it from the top, fellas. Jazzy one more time. DJ DJ Jazzy Jeff. Mm -hmm. Hit that funky Mm -hmm. beat. (laughs) That's right. They come back flipping out of the fucking locker room. It's great. Love the world we live in in our heads. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> I watch basketball in that world. It's, it's kind weird. of squishy sometimes, but, you know, I've gotten over it. Yeah. So that's what I got. I liked it. The Ruger 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 Ruger. It sounds, it's it's like, um, it's literally like an SD, an, an STD of a, uh, a, a fucking monster in your city where uh, even after, like, all of the the horrible pussy bloody parts at the beginning mm-hmm, mm-hmm, are done. Mm-hmm. It's something that now you got to deal with well after the, the bad decision uh, of, of, you know, actually going out with that guy that you met at the food court at the mall. Cause nobody goes there anymore. There's just that one really shady fucking middle Eastern place that sells for some reason, pizza and ice cream, pizza and ice cream. And then there's, there's that sweater store that's got like four sweaters right next door. But, you know, like some STDs and unlike some others, this one is curable. I mean, you just got to get the doctor to either, uh, you just got to fucking cut him or bite him or something or mm-hmm. get him to squeeze your boobie. Yeah. You know, and then you can file malpractice lawsuit or something. And I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with shooting. Get some money I'm as well. just shoot the, the thing because I, I'm, dude, I don't have that much free time. I can't be romancing a thing, and I certainly can't be uh, uh, putting my own shit in danger by stat. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say rifle, and I'm gonna really practice it. Um, look out, world! Here I come. I mean, couldn't you just trap it for 101 days? I mean, no. It seems like it's it's a mystical fuck you up kind of beast, uh, beastie thing, you know. And it seems to me that. Um, that we're powerless against its its ultimate and 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 just uh, unstoppable juggernautish power. I mean, I say that we lay down on the street and we just we just let it take us. I'm pretty sure it's not stronger than steel. Mm, you know, pretty sure I heard he was stronger than steel. <laughs> pretty That's sure you said that. Only Superman is stronger than steel. That's who we were talking about. <laughs> He's not a Rougarou. No, I don't think I've ever heard anything about him having, Mm. you know, wolf nuts or anything like that. He does. He's just not on him. Because Wolfman does have nards. He does. If you didn't know that. Man, kicked him right in the nuts. It's not part of this story, but it's true. It's not really fair in a fight either. Mm -mm, No, it never has Mm -hmm. been, but but it is effective. Even for Wolfman. Even against Wolfman. Like, if you're okay with being called a bitch afterwards, that's fine. Mm -hmm. Go ahead and kick whatever you want in the nuts. But I have the legal right to make fun of you for doing so. I mean, you know, you should have more honor than that, I believe. Well, you believe lots of things should have lots of things. And I'll tell you what, uh, the one thing that I do have is uh stick to itiveness mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i also have a uh, short tale of a uh a, a uniquely american yet so much cooler than uniquely american because uh, if they were this if this was just american then it would fucking have like a like a, a cheese hat on and it'd be calling everybody guy and and bro and and uh hey pal i'm not your guy bro Man, nope. You know what I am though is I'm not your bro, pal. The Wendigo, or the the as I have always pronounced it, the Wandango. The Wandango. That thing has been adapted into so many. Oh yeah, different. You know whether it be fucking 
RPGs like D and D or you know like just all yeah, kinds of it, it's it's in movies, it's in TV shows. It is the it monster of today, mm-hmm. yesterday, and more than likely tomorrow, Chris. More and, than likely, yeah, more and, than likely. And uh, and we have some charts here to prove it. And uh, we really want you to give it a chance in this new fast-paced world of the viral video. Check out our graphs. Check out our Instagram. Mm-hmm. We have Instagram. We do. That's the one. I just I never know with all these. These different things that all the kids are using nowadays. I'm like, uh, do um, do I show my penis on it, or is that something that's not allowed here? Is this other place penises only? It is so, somewhat popping. Our Instagram. That's well, no, that's the name of the penis site. Mm. Is it's somewhat popping? Somewhat popping. <laughs> that's what the doctor said too. Oh man, I have to yeah. take pills now forever. You know. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Wendango uh, is a a, myth- a mythological creature, and I think that's actually very presumptuous of of this website to to just assume it's a mythological creature because that means it's not real as a cryptozoological does not mean mythological which means uh made up Mm -hmm. so vis-a-vis i win okay score one for jason Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so uh (laughs) dinah tell him what he's won it's uh it originates from the folklore of uh you know the uh, the algonquins which as we all know call the good land isn't that a native american tribe milwaukee that's right the, that's, that's right. algonquin for the good land mm-hmm. again mm-hmm. alice cooper the knowledge that keeps on giving um <laughs> uh it's often said to be a, a malevolent spirit which is kind of an understatement too uh, depicted as a creature with a human-like characteristics which possesses human beings and is they keep calling it cannibalized uh it it's it's it has an insatiable greed slash hunger uh and desires to cannibalize other humans as well as having the propensity to commit murder and uh and it has the power to put others under its influence which I would think the cannibalization of a human being would be very akin to to murder mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. because I don't think many humans can live through being eaten. But also, if this is... Uh, Depends a, on how you try to keep them alive. If this is a malevolent spirit, that means that it's not human, which means it's not cannibalism. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is, that's always kind of bugged me. And I know it can possess people and, and make them do weird things or whatever. Um, but if it ultimately comes from this source that is is non-human then it, i mean i know this is semantics but right. it, it it genuinely bothered me because <laughs> that's not fucking cannibalism I unless mean, it's eating other wendigos that exactly i mean wendigos i follow you and, and i'm <laughs> i'm completely in agreement with that it only if it's possessing a human is that human performing cannibalism not the wendigo itself the Wendigo. Yes. But then it's it's forced cannibalism. And I, I'd see cannibalism more as a as a, a willing uh, act, I guess. And now, now, that's putting your own <clears throat> spin on it. Yeah. I mean... A human eating a human, period. <clears throat> forced or, 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 or by choice. <clears throat> is, um... You ever bite your fingernails? No. Really? God, people are 
was so delicious. <laughs> Never been a thing I've done. So at odds with its portrayals in 20th century and 21st century settler culture, in some indigenous representations, the Wendigo is described as a giant humanoid with a heart of ice, a foul stench, or sudden unseasonable chill that might precede its approach. Um, which, heart of ice. So you would you would smell this this disgusting foul stench, which really in those days people just stank. Right. Like just fucking get over it. Why does every monster like? No, this dude like smells like nuts, like serious bad. Swamp ass and but, yeah, it's like I know we all stink like a lot, but this dude, this he's like dude. all of us died and then crawled up a homeless dude's butt, and then he had <laughs> butt sex with another homeless dude, and then we were shat out uh, on the shore of a disgusting, infested with bacterias and such uh, river, mm-hmm. and then uh, a dog ate us and died, and then we came out of the dog's stomach after it died. That's what this thing smells like. That is extremely graphic, and I imagine it would smell pretty foul. But It's not a good thing, no. But, mm-hmm. never mind, I forgot. Continue. So, possibly due to long-time identification by Europeans with their own superstitions about werewolves. Uh, so, uh, there's lots of stuff with humans and beast hybrids uh, from all over the place, featuring antlers and horns uh, with the uh, Wendigo name, but such animal features do not appear in the original indigenous stories. They're like, no, it's badass and looks cool as shit, but no, that's not, that's not what Tommy turned into. So the original story is native to here, mm-hmm. but other countries thought it was a cool story and took it for themselves and changed it up. I, as see, I don't think that, like I don't think that the like werewolves of European lore are directly uh, stolen from the when the Wendigo, but it's very uh, possible and likely that the 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 genres you know traded ideas. And uh, copied and, and such, but I, I don't Word. know. I don't know if there was uh, one that was before the other that made the other possible or anything. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll learn that in modern psych psychiatry. The uh, Wendigo leads its name to a form of psychosis known as Wendigo psych- psychosis. We, I, there's a, a Facebook uh, page for that. There's a face, Facebook group for uh, Wendigo psychosis sufferers. Interesting. It's weird. Which is characterized by symptoms such as an intense craving for human flesh, uh, uh, an intense fear of becoming a cannibal, which is... God, I really want to eat some people, but I'm too scared to do it. The fuck? Uh, This psychosis is uh, described as a culture-bound syndrome in such First Nation communities. Other symptoms such as an insatiable greed and destruction of the environment are also thought to be symptoms of Wendigo psychoses. Wow. That's, That's right. fucking wacky. God, I love money so much. Get him! <laughs> He's either a Wendigo or a Jew. He might eat people. <laughs> That's right. <What> the fuck? <laughs> We've seen both of those things do that. Yes. No, we really have. That's racist, Christopher. Uh... <laughs> Uh, the word, you know, comes from some uh, Algonquin uh, tribes uh, speak and then uh, mixed with some other. And there are tons of transli- transliterations uh, like Ween Digo and Ween Digo and Wendigo and Win Goo. And it, it fucking goes on. Like the last one is, uh, is 
Wince, wait, wait, Wint Seago. Sounds like some grapevine shit to me. Yeah, game of telephone that sucks at telephone games. Fucking all culminizing in the easiest way we could think to say this clearly. So it's uh, it's part of uh, the traditional belief system of uh, a bunch of different Algonquin-speaking peoples, uh, including the uh, Ojibwe, the uh, the Saltu, the Cree, the Nascapa, the Nascapi. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Native peoples. I'm not. That sounds like an Italian pasta. And the Inu. Uh, although uh, descriptions can vary somewhat, common to all these cultures is the view that the Wendigo is a dick. And a cannibal, and uh, that above all, it's a supernatural being. But that Nascapi, boy, it sucks up the sauce. Man, it does. With some chicken, it does also. Mm. It does also. Uh, it makes your penis shrink. But it's delicious. I'll give you that. I'm just saying that it's worse than that. That Kuru fucking disease where people stealing my penis while I'm asleep. You don't remember that episode? I feel like I do. Dick thieves? Anyway. Um, they were strongly associated with winter. Sounds like something we'd talk about. With the north coming. Uh, coldness, uh, famine, and starvation. So basically, the the cold plagues that fucked over all of, of young America at the time, that's because of the, the Wendigo. Because it wasn't this cold before that guy moved here, right? <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy shows up. Man. People freeze to death and he's going to eat them. We had to eat four of my kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't remember their names, but I can remember how they tasted. That one tasted very Peter-y. I'm going to say Peter. That's his name? No, that was my daughter. Okay, damn it. <laughs> he tasted Peter-y. Uh, now I'm wondering what that motherfucker Peter next door has been doing. <laughs> the Wendigo made me do it. So, uh, there's an o- Ojibwe teacher and scholar from Ontario who gives a description of a Wendigo. Why do I keep saying it like that? A Wendigo. It's fun. It's so. It's like a Winnebago, kind of, but mm-hmm. it's not. Uh, and this is from uh, Basil H. Johnson. It's like a Winnebago meets a Mandingo. I don't... Or a Mandingo in a Winnebago. I don't, I don't like any of those. Eats people no. somehow. No, it's just, you're making it worse and more racist somehow. Uh, the, the, the Wendigo was gaunt to the point... words, yeah. Gaunt to the point of emaciation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So super skinny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Its desiccated skin pulled tightly over its bones. With its bones pushing out against its skin, its complexion the ash gray of death, and its eyes pushed back deep into their sockets. Yeesh. The Wendigo looked like a gaunt skeleton recently disinterred from the grave. What lips it had were tattered and bloody, unclean and suffering from uh, spiration of the flesh. The Wendigo gave off a strange and eerie odor of decay. Oh, but and, what lips it had. And decomposition, <laughs> decomposition of death and corruption. That's a fucking pretty... Uh, that's a pretty vivid description right there. Corruption that's is pretty, a thing you could look like? No, you can smell like. Oh. It, it gave off a strange and eerie odor of decay and oh. decomp- decomposition of death and corruption. Ew. So, in Ojibwe, uh, Eastern Cree, West Maine, Swampy Cree, uh, Nescapi, and Inui lore, they are often described as giants that are many times la- larger than humans, uh, which is a characteristic that's absent in myths from other Algonquin cultures. They didn't think that they was giants. 
Did you see the size of the wang on that one? Jesus. So, <laughs> so if if this thing in spirit form possesses uh-huh. a human, does that human then become fucking huge? Or no. is it just so a, this is a how, little this Wendigo? Is how, this is how the, the, the size thing works. As Whenever a Wendigo ate another person, it would grow in proportion to the meal it had just eaten. So it could never be full. So it would grow... Uh, bigger as big as the thing whatever it just ate which means now it's got that much more empty room in it that it needs to fill that would just make it grow more that would leave that much more empty room that you know so it's like heroin you, you just it's like heroin or pringles you just can't stop at one so not like if if a wendigo ate a dude that was six six, he would then grow to be six six, but then turns around and eats a four foot child. He would then shrink. To- no, no, no. He would then grow an additional four foot oh. after the six six. So oh. now you have fucking what is that? Eleven something. Well, that's eleven six. <laughs> yeah, my math is pretty bad. Uh, so it's seen as the embodiment of gluttony, which makes sense. Gluttony, greed, and excess. Never satisfied after killing and consuming one person, they're constantly searching for new victims. Um, this says here it's that tough it, life. a Wendigo need not lose the human's powers of cognition or speech, and in some depictions may clearly communicate with its prospective victims or even threaten or taunt them. A uh, specimen of folk story collected in the early 20th century by Lottie uh, Chico Guacua. Yeah, that. Chicagoqua. Mm-hmm. I'm almost certain I may have gotten that almost right. Marsden, uh, who is an ethnographer of the uh, Chippewas from Brahma First Nation, in which a Wendigo also exhibits tool use, uh, an ability to survive partial dismemberment and auto cannibalism, which means it eats cars. Mm. It doesn't mm. mean that. It means it eats itself. It can survive eating itself. That's awful. It's terrible. So this is from uh, that person. Uh, One time long ago, a big Wendigo stole an Indian boy, but the boy was too thin, so the Wendigo didn't eat him up right away, but he traveled with the Indian boy, waiting for him till he got fat. Uh, The Wendigo had a knife, and he'd cut the boy on the hand to see if he was fat enough to eat, but the boy didn't get fat. They traveled too much. One day, they came to an Indian village, and the Wendigo sent the boy to the Indian village to get some things for him to eat. Uh, he just gave, gave the boy so much time to go there and back. The boy told the Indians that the Wendigo was near them and showed them his hand where the Wendigo cut him to see if he was fat enough to eat. They heard, uh, the Wendigo calling out to the boy. He said to the boy, hurry up, don't tell lies to those Indians. All, all these Indians went to where the Wendigo was and cut off its legs. They went back again to see if it was dead. He wasn't. He was eating the juice in parentheses marrow from the inside of the bones of his own legs whoa uh the the indians asked the wendigo if there I mean, was that's where all the nutrients are i guess the the wendigo asked if uh the indians asked the wendigo if there was any fat on them he said you bet there is i've eaten lots of indians no wonder they're fat now the indians then killed him and cut him into pieces the end of this giant wendigo now, if you yourself mm-hmm. are a Native American... I am not, but go ahead. ...of any tribe, uh-huh. or whatever, uh, and you're telling the story of other Native Americans, but you're calling them Indians, is that still racist? Yes, but this is... It's a different time, Chris. It's okay. a different time. They, they had wild, uh, a giant 
man eating things that I the right they could just eat their own butts and stuff. Okay, so it was a different time. Didn't take this little uh, Algonquin or whatever boy off to the continent of India or not the, the country. of I India. assumed he had, and then the, this gave me no reason to do so, but I did so on my own, sir. So it doesn't. There's nothing in there about Wendigo's no. loving curry or anything. Huh? I mean, who doesn't love curry? I think that's I'm just kind of an greed. unspoken thing. So uh, the human cannibalism, right? Mm-hmm. In some traditions, humans overpowered by greed could turn into Wendigos. The myth thus served as a method of encouraging cooperation and moderation. Mm-hmm. Other sources say Wendigos were created when a human resorted to cannibalism to survive. Uh, humans could also turn into Wendigos by being in contact with a Wendigo for too long. Which is weird. How could you be in contact with it? Anyway, that's just, you know what? Well, kind of like the boy. I guess if you're not fat enough, he's just going to follow you around and shit for a while. But that kid didn't turn into a Wendigo, so... Calling bullshit on that one. In historical accounts of retroactively diagnosed Wendigo psychoses, it has been reported that humans became possessed by the Wendigo spirit after in a situation of needing food and having no other choice besides cannibalism. In 1661, the Jesuit relations reported, and it has it in French, but I'm going to read the English part because mm-hmm. otherwise we'll be here all day. And uh, what caused us great concern was the news that met us upon entering the lake, namely that the men deputed by our conductor for the purpose of summoning the nations to the North Sea and assigning them a rendezvous where they were to await our coming, had met their death in a previous winter in a very strange manner. Those poor men, according to the report given to us, uh, were seized with an ailment unbeknownst to us, but not very unusual among the people we were seeking. They are afflicted with neither lunacy or hypochondria nor frenzy, but have a combination of all these species of disease, which affects their imaginations and causes them a more than canine hunger. It makes them so ravenous for human flesh that they pounce upon women, children, and even upon men like veritable werewolves and devour them voraciously without being able to appease or glut their appetite, ever seeking fresh prey, and the more greedily, the more they eat. This ailment attacked our deputies, and as death is the sole remedy among those simple people for checking such acts of of murder, they were slain in order to stay the course of their madness. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Wow. Apparently there there are many recorded cases of Wendigo psychosis in uh, the individual has, in which the individual has been killed to prevent cannibalism from uh resulting uh well, some yeah. some cree folklore rem- uh, recommends treatment by ingestion of fatty animal meats or drinking animal grease those treated may sometimes vomit ice as part of the curing process uh there was a, a, a somewhat famous case of wendigo psychosis reported by a plains cree trapper from alberta named swift runner during the winter of 1878, Swift Runner and his family were starving and his eldest son died. I can totally hear that so well. Uh, 25 miles away from emergency food supplies at a Hudson Bay company post, Swift Runner butchered and ate his wife and five remaining children. Oh. Given that he resorted to cannibalism so near to food supplies uh, and that he killed and consumed the remains of all of those present, it was revealed that Swift Runner was not a case of pure cannibalism as a last resort to avoid starvation, but rather of a man with Wendigo psychoses. 
He eventually confessed and was executed by authorities at Fort Saskatchewan. Wow. Yeah. There's, uh, there are a couple, there's a couple of different. I want to hear more about that. Yeah, that seems like a a pretty cool story to find out in, in, in specificity. Um, let's see, in the, in his 2004 treaty, uh, Revenge of the Wendigo on Disorders and Treatments of the Behavioral Health Industry in the United States and Canada that are Peculiar to Indigenous People by James B. Waldrum. He writes, No actual cases of Wendigo psychoses have ever been studied, and Lou, Lou Morano's scathing critique in 1985 should have killed off the cannibal monster with the psychiatric annals. The Wendigo, however, continues to seek revenge for this attempted scholarly execution by periodically dumping unsuspecting passerby, like psychiatrists, into believing that Wendigo psychosis is not only exists, but that a psychiatrist could conceivably encounter a patient suffering from this disorder and uh, in his uh, or her practice today. Uh, Wendigo psychosis may well be the most perfect example of the construction of an aboriginal mental disorder by the scholarly professions and its persistence dramatically underscores how constructions of the aboriginal by these professions have like frankenstein's monster taken on a life of their own so in other words they're like we're gonna call it this thing that that these people like we're gonna take their thing and we're gonna make it not their thing anymore it's okay. We know what we're doing. We did it with rock and roll. Sounds like something that people think they're smart would do. We stole a rock and roll from from the Wendigos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Now there, there's, I mean, that's there's so many. There, there's not one Wendigo. Just like there's not one Oogaboogoo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's it, which makes I think that thing uh, bump that much more terrifyingly in the night. Because there, you don't know who is one or what is one or when there's one. Uh, you can't be like, oh, so there was a Wendigo sighting in Texas. We're good for another week or two before we got to start wondering if it's here. Uh, well, especially if there's a, a, a clinical psychosis uh, diagnosed, you know, yeah, ailment or whatever that that goes along with this whole thing. Because you know, then how do you know if this <clears> dude's just fucking nutty bars or if he's actually possessed by a wendigo oh because uh i believe in psychosis not in wendigos yeah well okay fair enough i believe in psychosis fair enough but not made up cannibal wolves that should totally be our fucking intro track you better work on that forever for for every single show you better work on that that's gonna be it now it makes me curious if any of the people that we've talked about that went cannibal or any of the possible future mm-hmm. stories we might talk about that include cannibalism uh, have had any of the, you know, uh, have been diagnosed or whatever. It's, well, um, the Wendigo psychosis uh, that almost exclusively uh, is... Uh, is attributed to uh, native people, um, so I was uh, gonna ask that too. So Richard Chase wasn't going full Wendigo; he was just doing the best goddamn thing that Richard Chase knew how to do. Um, well, we know Catherine Knight wasn't going through Wendigo <laughs> psychosis; she was just no, she was just a bitch, a crazy bitch. She's like, I just, I'm just angry all the time, and I'm gonna eat you, and I'm gonna make sure that your kids have the opportunity to. 
And she's all the way in Australia, so I'm not worried about her. She's anyway. still alive. And still in I, prison. I hear that she's the chef. No. I, that's a lie. I haven't heard anything about her whatsoever. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's, that would be unacceptable. I heard about you. You can cook, right? Unacceptable. Big Joe, on the other hand, I think yes. he would be allowed to be a chef because, you know. Man. I, I don't different. want to try his burgers. I'm so sorry. <laughs> People have raved, to see the special meat. People raved about it. Let him have it. People raved about it. Like, it was the best fucking burger ever. I'm so, so sorry, people that died to bring people those burgers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I kind of want to try you too. Mm-hmm. I'm never, ever, 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 ever going to seek that out. No, no. And please don't fucking send me no human meat burgers. That's a crime. And I will report you to every authority I know how to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So deal with that shit. It does make me wonder, though, if if the hobo burgers had a different taste from a different nuance from the hooker burgers. I think that you just named our upscale burger restaurant as well as any fucking uh, ad man could. And that is the nuanced hobo burger. <laughs> well, it would just be a specific burger on the menu, not so much the name of the place. The nuanced I think ho- we should call okay. the name of the place mm. Big Joe's Special Meat. No, that that brings connotations of very different things to me, and I don't like the special meat of Joe, especially That's if what he called he's it. big. Yeah, well, you know what? I didn't work at that stupid factory. If I had, I'd be like, hey, guys, we all know this is people, right? Like, this is, it would, like, we know it, but we're not saying anything because it's so good. Like There's this, this is there. this is like total recall, isn't it? My palate not total is recall. <laughs> what the fuck? Sensing a nuance I've oh, not experienced yet. A back cracked so good just now. I heard that. <laughs> felt nice, and it is wonderful. Uh, so uh, I think that uh, both of the stories that we told this evening are, are they have uh, definite parallels, and they are. Um, it's almost like everybody's like just trying to one up the next one because I, I I guarantee you that the first like fucking evil creature that's gonna come steal your kids and stuff would just like come in and be like hey guys cut it out and then leave but then somebody else was like I can make it more terrifying than that and he came in and he's like alright so mine's just like yours but I thought of it first don't worry but instead of just coming in and saying hey guys cut it out it does this too mm-hmm. and they're like <gasps> And women are fainting and children are crying and shit. Um, and then it just keeps building from that with the goddamn skunk apes and mothmen flying around the fucking goddamn Luxor Hotel. It does make me wonder, though, how the um, how these stories continue to be captivating other than just to tell the fucking story for shits and giggles. Well, I, I think they like, continue to be captivating because they uh, they allow whoever wants to 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 shape and mold um, an ancient evil's story in any way that they want and and have their own version of it put out or or to talk about and it literally can only add to the mythos of this fucking this mm-hmm. thing uh, because there is nobody to say no it can't have red hair. Because who the fuck are you to tell me if he's got red hair? Right. What are you? What are you? What are you? God. Well, I, I think that's why. The, what are you? God. Are you? Sometimes God? you gotta tell me if it's because it's entrapment if you don't. 
Sometimes, yeah. Uh, at least that's what she says. I don't um, think she says so. That. <laughs> I think that that you know that has uh, goes to facilitate at least a little bit why vampires uh, continue to be on the yeah. top of the pile of coolness. Because you can you can make you them know. your own, and you can become one if you want, and it can be anything in the world you want it to be. It, it's all starter ideas. It's it's like mm-hmm. there's fucking logs that you buy at Walmart to start fires. Because Lord knows I can't be bothered to find dry timber, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's lighter fluid in a, a log in a bag. Yeah, um, and log that's log in a bag. Um, so, did you just sing "Log in a Bag" to the tune of YMCA? Yes, yes, I did. Thank you, thank you, well, sir. Yes, yeah, that. I you mean, g- you've given me a lot to think about. Didn't they like that there? They, they like logs in a bag. No, you know what? No. See, that's not okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's not okay. Mm-hmm. I'm really, really mm-hmm. upset with you right now. And I, like, you know what? I think To I your agree. face. To your face, I'm going to say thank you for listening to another episode. Another wonderfully spooky uh, lock your doors, people, and put 13 things outside of them because counting is a bitch and everyone knows it. It can be more than 13 if you really want, but nope. it doesn't have to Mm-mm. be. You can't fit more than 13 things outside of a door. I mean, Unless it's pieces of flair. Yeah. yeah, oh yeah. You can put as many pieces of flair as you want, yeah. but not 12 yeah. or less. Yeah, you it has prob- to be more than 12. put 37 pieces of flair. What if two Wendigos fucking get, like, they, they are after you at the same time, and that one can count to 12, and then that one can count to one or two or three or four, and then... <sighs> And then they're they're like, you know what? I think you'd be screwed. Yeah, I think you'd be screwed. Yeah, but but it doesn't say anything about Wendigos not having the ability to count. Oh, just, just the Rougarous. Son of a bitch! What if a Wendigo and a Rougarou joined forces? Oh, then you'd be screwed. And they started giving people AIDS. Mm-hmm. <laughs> be fizzed. Yeah, and then, but still curable. I mean, I mean, you'd have to give somebody else the the. Mythical AIDS, and then you'd have you'd to be, have, you'd be fine after. You'd have to have days. Magic Johnson money. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to be able to just <laughs> be gone, foul beasts. I have baskets to make. I play basketball. I don't have time for this. Here's a thousand dollars. Go away. <laughs> I have entirely too many. Oh, guest appearances to do and man. shoes to sell. Countdown. Mm. Three shoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Two shoes. <laughs> and one. Thirteen shoes. That's too many. Fuck! I lost my count. I'm out of here. <laughs> this is terrible. Love it. <laughs> Let me give you some terrible terribles. Like, like a, a science fiction. Uh huh. Uh huh. Double feature. It's two. A Doctor X. You know what he's gonna do, right? He's gonna he's gonna build a creature. See those android people fighting, punching Brad and Janet right in the crotch. Annie Francis is gonna star in Forbidden Planet because she did. Oh 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 at the late night double feature picture show. I wanna go. To you by RK The late night. That's right. Double feature. Picture show.
Thanks for coming out, ladies and gentlemen. We love you. We love you.